Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to Faux Mondays, the snackable companion show to FOMO Sapiens, which will of course be back on Thursday. With a brand new interview, this week we have Sunil Gupta, the author of Everyday Dharma. Now, Sunil has been on the show before. He came on for his first book, Backable, which is really about how to get anybody to back you. And I love that book. And his new book is great because it's about ancient wisdom. And he talks about how we can take some of the wisdom of our forebears and his grandfather, for example, and apply it to our lives today, which sounds good to me. Really sounds good to me. Now, we're going to make a little change here. Speaking of the opposite of ancient wisdom, we have brand new things. And I want to talk to you about that because this week down in Argentina, or I should say last week, I just got back. And I was doing a whole series of events with a new partner of mine, a company called Mercado Ads. It's part of Mercado Libre, this massive, amazing tech company in Latin America. Look it up. And you're going to be hearing a lot more about this partnership. I'm not going to get into it today because it's a whole other thing. We're going to be focusing on that in a bunch of different ways because we're doing some very cool stuff together that has real value for business people. But just, you know, I'm going to hold off on that. Instead, we're going to talk about today something that happened during this press event that I did where a reporter asked me about this new term that had come up in the press this week. And in fact, I saw it myself. Somebody DM'd me on Instagram this new concept called FOBO, fear of becoming obsolete. And it was written up in McKinsey's Mind the Gap, which is a newsletter. And they said this, here's a quote from the newsletter. You've heard of FOMO or the fear of missing out and its counterpart JOMO, the joy of missing out. There's a new kid on the block occupying Gen Z's mindshare, FOBO or the fear of becoming obsolete. And then they have a little joke. They say, anyone else in the TOCA tired of counting acronyms camp? Yeah, I think probably many of us are. I mean, I don't get sick of them. But I would say, McKinsey, you're not helping the problem, right? You're adding another one into our, into our media diet. Now, they go on to talk about where this comes from. And apparently, there's a new Gallup survey that shows that Gen Zers are most fearful that tech will make their jobs obsolete compared with any other age group. And they're more afraid now than they have been before. So the last couple of years, things picked up. And McKinsey then goes on to talk about the fact that it's understandable. Think about generative AI, right? The hot topic out there these days. And then think about the fact that it's highly likely that Gen Z will be deeply disrupted 
by Gen AI, right? And it's not surprising because, you know, you played with it. You can see. However, there is a note of caution here about how much to freak out because what's interesting about Gen AI, and this is a really good point, is it flips the traditional narrative about how labor works with technology. In the past, automation displaced workers without college degrees. But with Gen AI, it is going to be people who are, you know, skilled laborers working in knowledge industries, right? And so that that is kind of scary. However, it is not going to be equal. We don't know where it's going to be yet. And you don't have to sit around and just take it. If you start learning skills now, of course, you can prepare. So that's what the whole FOBO thing was about that McKinsey put out there. And I want to talk about that, my thoughts, my reaction, my hot take, as it were, right after this break. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, we're talking about FOBO. Do we like it or not? Do we like it or not? Well, here's the thing. Number one, I have some news for everybody. There already is a FOBO, okay? Because for those of you who've been following for a long time and know any of my work, the same day I invented FOMO, I invented FOBO back in 2003. And I wrote an article in 2004, May 10th, 2004, called McGinnis's Two Foes, Social Theory at HBS, Harvard Business School, about FOMO and FOBO. Those were the two foes. And I put a third one in there, FODA, fear of doing anything, but let's focus on FOMO and FOBO. Fear of a better option. It's that idea that we live in an age where, you know, you can continue searching. Anything you want, 
you can find a lot of. We live in a, a period of deep abundance. So you go to Amazon to buy something and you know how that is. And then, you know, you have way too much kind of selection when you get to choice paralysis. And there is a feeling, a, psycho, a sort of psychological safety that comes from the idea that if you keep searching, you'll probably find a better something. But that the problem, of course, is that if you keep searching forever, you never choose anything and then you're not happy. And the more you search, the more time and energy you put into something so that when you choose and your fear of choosing the wrong thing is higher and you're more likely to regret the choice, even though it's a perfectly fine choice. So that is FOBO, fear of a better option. It's even trademarked. I have some trademarks out on that. So FOBO, fear of becoming obsolete, you know, welcome but it kind of already exists. So I, I think that's like a material fact that I will just present that it makes me think that FOBO is a little, you know, it's sort of like, you know, Google this before you start coming up with your own new acronyms that are called FOBO, right? It's just do the work. So that one, I'm that's a negative on FOBO, let's just say. However, you know, it's not all about me, obviously, or FOBO, fear of a better option. It is true that there is massive AI FOMO out there. And I've been talking about this a lot. I just was in Brazil and I gave a talk to a bunch of venture capitalists. And I was just like, you know, talking about this concept, the flavor of the month, flavor of the month. Now, interestingly, when you translate flavor of the month into Portuguese, it's not sabor do mês, which you would think it would be. That's flavor of the month. They don't have that concept. Instead, they use this expression, bola de vez, which means the ball at this time, I guess you translate it. And it comes from the, the game Snooker, in which colored balls have a correct sequencing for pocketing. And the next one is the one that you get your attention on. So that's the bola de vez, you know, the, the, the ball of this moment, of this time. And, you know, you translate it into sort of the craze of the moment or in the spotlight or flavor of the month or whatever. And AI is the bull of the vase. It's the flavor of the month. I think it's going to be stick around, obviously. I mean, this is, you know, pretty interesting technology. However, the more you play with stuff like ChatGPT, obviously it's just the very early days, but the more you play with it, the more you realize what it's good at and what it's not, right? And it gets back to the point McKinsey was making. It's like not going to be putting everybody out of their work, just some people. And other people are going to have new opportunities, what I think is interesting is when you think about what it does well, it is, you know, you can see it's going to really put people out of work. It's incredible at translating. Incredible. It's a great editor. I can see it really changing education, right? Because a bot could teach you something. And so there's all those things like editing and translating could be massively disrupted very quickly. So that stuff is real but some of the other stuff, it's ball de vase. It's just like, let's everybody just see what happens. But people are just way too hypey about it. In fact, I saw this thing on CNN and you had Christian Amrapur talking about AI. And then every commercial, they must have sold commercials specifically, maybe. But all the things were like companies talking about what they're doing in the AI space. Like, you know, it's like some like random company that, you know, shouldn't be talking about AI. It's like, uh, you know, some coffee company. It's like our new AI does these things. It's, everybody is wants to be on the trend. And so that just makes me think that we need to step back and be a bit more circumspect. Okay. Now, next. ROI. 
I think this is the big one. All this new technology, it's all dreams and hopes until you can figure out the return on investment of using it. Because remember big data, everybody talked about big data. Like whatever came of that, of course, there's a lot of data out there, but a lot of companies talked about it. They didn't really do anything with it. They didn't figure out how to make it valuable. Same with this. If you don't know how to generate either a savings or a revenue increase out of AI, then, you know, what are we talking about here? So ROI is really important in all of this stuff, whether it's, you know, you're figuring out what you want to do for a living or you're implementing it into your company or you're feeling FOBO, fear of becoming obsolete. Just think about ROI. Finally, and this is the big one for me on all of this stuff, and I've talked about this before, but I will once again say it. One of the reasons why there's so much FOMO is because the insiders, the people who quote unquote know all about this, act like it's some big secret that none of us can understand. It's like, oh, AI, way too complicated for you simple people. And that creates an air of exclusivity, a velvet rope that makes everybody else feel apprehensive because it's like, oh, I don't understand. So I can't sort of, I can't sort of predict where things are going. And we got to get rid of that because that's what's driving these fears. Fear is driven by uncertainty. When you know what's coming at you, you can make a plan and it stinks sometimes, but you can make a plan. When you don't, and you're told that you will never understand because it's way too sort of high above your pay grade, then you're left out of the conversation. So I, I would encourage all technologists and people in this space to stop acting like that. It's so pervasive and frankly, nah, it's just not cool. It's very, uh, and by the way, you're sowing your own demise because at some point when people realize the effects, they're gonna be angry. And so you're better off to just integrate them into the conversation earlier and recognize this is not, rocket science. A lot of it is very complex, but the applications of it are understandable. So stop being elitist and just talk to people. All right, everybody. Those are my thoughts on fear of becoming obsolete. If you have any thoughts, ideas, questions, you can reach me at Patrick J. McGinnis at Instagram, at PJ McGinnis on Twitter, and you can email me at letsconnect at patrickmcginnis.com. All right. I'll see you on Thursday with Sunil but until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. 